Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Curator of Culture, host of Scoop B Radio, Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Now on the Sports Exchange with Justin Spears on ESPN Tucson 1490 and 104.9 FM. Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, host of the Scoop B Radio podcast and writer for Heavy.com. He joins us on the Desert Diamond Casino Sports Line. Scoop B, always a pleasure talking basketball with you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. You, man, you've you got an automated curator, a culture, and you playing Jay-Z in the background. I'm so honored to be there with you, man. Thanks for having me, as always. Absolutely, Scoop B. And, uh, don't take credit for that. That's Tristan Calhoun, I know, I know, man. I know, I know. That's, but, <laughs> that's, a, that's a producer that's producing. Yes. Yeah. Now, if we could just get him to get bring some wings on Wednesday, Scooby, we'd be good. <laughs> I got you. DoorDash on me. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. <laughs> um, Scooby, uh, you know, thank you for for joining us on these circumstances. I wish Scooby we were discussing, Radio. you know, positive news going around the NBA, but of course, you know, the basketball world is mourning the tragic death of uh, Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, uh, Gianna Bryant. You know, this is you know a moment in sports where people will always remember where they were when they heard the news. Uh, take us back to you know Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon when you first heard the news about Kobe Bryant's passing. Um, I had just woken up Sunday morning and uh, was at my computer. I got a call. Uh, a buddy of mine in L.A. called me and said. Um, Yo, did you hear about Kobe? Do you know any truth to it? I said, what you talking about? LeBron beat his record last night. I was actually at the game in Philly. He's like, nah, there's a rumor that Kobe's dead. I said, like, basically I said, superheroes don't die. You're lying. So I checked Twitter and uh, started seeing it pop up. So I got off the phone. Um, I know Kobe's brother-in-law. Uh, I called him. No answer. Text him. I said, hey, man, I don't know what's going on. I said, but either way, I'm praying for you. I actually have Kobe's number uh, called. It just rang. Um, no answer there. Picked up my phone. and just was going down the list. 
I texted Tavius Caldwell Pope and said, hey, I don't know what's going on. Uh, did you hear anything about Kobe? No answer. I mean, I just went through the phone of just NBA people. Uh, I'm friends with Jason Kidd's son. I said, yo, call your dad, see what's going on. He got no answer. I called Tim Thomas, uh, who played AAU basketball, former Phoenix Sun. Um, he um, told me that 10 minutes before he had called, or rather that I had called, he actually heard Kobe's helicopter um, above his house. He lives in Calabasas and lives literally five minutes away from um, where the accident happened. told me that on Monday he literally took his, his child to school and took the opposite way so that he didn't have to look down and see, you know, what's going on there in Calabasas. Uh, the NBA community is very, very sad, and I think it, it, it's more sad not just because it's a living legend. Um, it's sad because his daughter um, – 13-year-old Gianna was part of it, and ESPN reported today that Gianna was in Kobe's arms uh, when he died, when they both died, uh, when they came in and found the bodies. Um, it, it was just a very much marathon day. And I'll be honest with you, my, my plans on Sunday uh, were to write conversations that I had with Kyle Kuzma, Jared Dudley, um, uh, Anthony Davis, Contavious Caldwell Pope the night before. Never did I think I would get till today where I have to write it and make sure that the, the conversations about Kobe wouldn't conflict or mess with or, or, you know, create any type of clickbait. But the funny thing is I was talking about Kobe with those guys yeah. in conversation. So it, it's just the world shook. The world changed forever on Sunday. And, uh, you know, I realized how well connected the NBA circle is and we mourn in the loss of one of the greatest in Kobe Bryant. And what does it say about, you know, Kobe Bryant and the legacy that he left when after his passing, it literally made the world stop. Everybody around the world, different sports, you know, from hockey games to soccer games, all around the world, everybody united together to mourn Kobe Bryant's death. What did that say to you? I mean, it means a lot. I think um, the thing about Kobe that I always admired um, was his determination um, to be the greatest. And it's funny because I don't think people really clicked two and two together. I think we knew. I don't think we really knew until you heard his teammates last night uh, on TNT, Rick Fox and Derek Fisher, just discuss um, Kobe's, uh, the way he his drive to push people. I had always heard stories from people um, that talked about how Kobe as a young guy pushed veterans in practice and almost in some respects intimidated veterans. Some of those stories came to life as I was listening to Rick Fox and Derek Fisher talk the other night. Um, and I think fortunately or unfortunately in Kobe's death, it's going to force the Michael Jordan Kobe conversation even more. Um, because really and truly, if you look at Kobe's body of work, Five championships, the two that he lost were in 04 um, against the Pistons. Nobody really expected that. Um, and often they, give, they say that Kobe, you know, was having a down a down couple of games when you talk about he and Tayshaun Prince going toe-to-toe. But then you look at 20, 20, 2008 when, you know, the Lakers lost to the Boston Celtics, uh, which was really just Boston's time. I think we're going to continue to have those conversations. And then aside from being a journalist, actually me being a fan of basketball before I became a journalist, it, it, it makes people discuss Kobe and Michael more and more 
as LeBron is starting to enter record books higher and higher, um, and the mystique of Kobe gets higher, particularly because he died the day after LeBron broke his scoring record and, and more. But I think what helps the Lakers get through this is them winning a championship. I think that if, if LeBron James leads that Lakers team to a championship, it elevates him to another level of, of, of greatness that I think L.A. needs in this time of mourning. It, it reminds me of, and not comparing the two, LeBron having to win a championship, at least one for Northeast Ohio in Cleveland in 2016. Hey, Scooby, uh, Scooby you know, uh, Justin and I are both Laker guys, and, uh, you know, with Tristan on Monday, we had a very difficult but I think cathartic show. Why do you think, you know, I'm twice as old as Justin, um, but why do you think that, Kobe's death resonated with so many different people, young and old, different fandoms, different religions, different beliefs. I mean, it just it seemed to transcend anything that divides us and actually unified people in a way that I don't remember for quite a while. Imagine Michael Jordan dying in his prime or right after retirement. That's yeah. what happened with Kobe Bryant. Imagine, God forbid, Michael Jordan dying right after he played for the Washington Wizards. I'm older than Justin, but I fell in love with the game of basketball in 91. Uh, my stepfather's from the west side of Chicago, introduced me to the game on the Chicago side. My uncle introduced me to it on the New York side. Um, Michael was, was the GOAT. I think Kobe bridges the gap between the 90s and the 2000s. Um, and I think what is significant about that is um, I think the way he did it, number one, he, he, was, he was drafted by the Hornets, traded to the Lakers, um, paid his dues, proved himself, and then reinvented himself post-Colorado rape trial, um, post-Shaq, um, and that mama mentality became a thing. And I think he transcended post-career uh, seamlessly, uh, almost very Bill Russell-like, if you will. Um, yeah. We all know who Bill Russell is, but these young kids don't really know the significance of Bill Russell. Hell, I, I wasn't around when Bill Russell was around, but I know from the stories I've heard from uncles and aunts and, and cousins and what have you. My, my grandmother was, was, a, was a Celtics fan, so I understand the significance of Bill Russell and his level of excellence. But I had a conversation um, with uh, someone uh, within Kyrie Irving's inner circle yesterday. And one of the things we both touched and agreed on is the influence of the sneaker companies. In 2013, Kyrie Irving had a – I actually met him um, at, a, at his basketball camp. And one of his laments was, I don't have my own sneaker yet. I can't wait till I get my own sneaker. When I get my own sneaker, oh, man. And then the next year, he got his sneaker. Kyrie has the pulse of the sneak, the 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 the, the AAU culture, uh, because of the creativity and all those colors in his sneakers. Kobe got that influence the same way, uh, but if it wasn't for Michael Jordan and his sneaker contracts, there would be no Kobe sneaker. There'd be no LeBron sneaker. Heck, there'd be no Paul George sneaker. There'd be no Kawhi Leonard New Balance sneaker. Um, I, I think. Kobe had the combination of the, the AAU culture, the sneaker culture, and he wanted to be better than Mike. He didn't want to be like Mike. I think that's what set him apart. Um, I, I, but in the same breath, they all looked up to Mike the same way 
Dwayne Wade and LeBron wanted to make Kobe proud. I just think he 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 transcended the Michael, the 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 Shaq, the that that era seamlessly and, and handed the baton over to guys like Wade and LeBron. Scooby, before we let you go, uh, you mentioned you know you had personal contact with Kobe Bryant. You knew him. Can you tell us that one? Kobe story, that one interaction you guys had that will always stand out to you? Um, the conversation, well, I'll tell you like this. Um, 2016 NBA All-Star Weekend in Toronto. Um, when I was at CBS Radio, uh, it just happened to be Kobe's last year, and I chronicled um, Kobe and, and Tim Duncan both. Um, I've known Kobe's dad for about five, six years, spent some time with him in Dallas, but on this particular day with Kobe, I was at uh, Media Availability, and it was like a week after the, the Denver Broncos uh, won the Super Bowl. And I said to him, you know, Peyton Manning is going out on top. If you had the choice to pick, would you like to go out on top similarly to how um, Peyton Manning did? And you guys can check out the videos on my Instagram at scoop underscore B. He said it would have been amazing, but it wasn't meant to be. But many people don't win one championship my career engulfs uh, me winning to the amount of five NBA championships and a wonderful career. And uh, when I look back on that tape, it seems very uh, – it summarizes just who he was. Uh, but at the same time, he wasn't satisfied with just that. And um, I'll take that and just, you know, my relationship with his father. Uh, when Kobe announced he was retiring – his father called me and asked me if he could be on my show. That's the only interview he did. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. That's that's, that's amazing. Uh, that's Brandon Scooby Robinson, host of the Scooby Radio Podcast and basketball writer for Heavy.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Scoop B. Uh, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on the show. Always a pleasure talking to, you, talking to you, and thank you for sharing those stories. Of course, gentlemen. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your night. You thank too. you, Scoop. Really appreciate Scooby it. Scooby Radio. Overtime. 